Welcome to another season of Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. It is 2023, a new year, a clean slate, a fresh page. However you look at a new year, whatever perspective you have. For me, it's about building another year of life, experiencing all the life that I can, having some fun, connection, love, gratitude, joy, all the beautiful things that we can experience. And I bring this podcast to you in order to help you to be feeling more empowered and autonomous and know that you have choice in your life by sharing my own personal experiences and stories and learnings. And I hope that it really brings some value to your life. So I look forward to coming to you on a regular basis with some experiences and stories. And I hope that you enjoy the listening experience. Lots of love. Hey there, welcome back to this episode of Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. This episode is called Comparison Trauma. No, let's not do that because it has been something that has been on my mind for a while. I have been in a circle of friends and acquaintances and also on social media where I see people who dismiss their own trauma because it's not as bad as someone else's and I'm just wondering whether you might do this because coming from a place of losing a child you would expect that that would be the worst thing possible that could happen to you yet there are people in the world who experience multiple tragedies or like we've just seen this earthquake where whole families were wiped out leaving one survivor And there is so much trauma and tragedy in the world. I think that we can get sucked into that feeling of, well, there are so many people more worse off than we are, so we should dismiss our own trauma. And when we do that, what we do is we repress and swallow down the emotions of sadness and grief and often anger and resentment, loads of different emotions that we may not express because we don't feel like we have a safe way to express them to to another person because you never know what sort of trauma someone else has experienced. So coming out and saying something like that, one, is very, very vulnerable and two, you don't know what sort of response you're going to get. Now, this is something that I've had to deal with personally in my own life My daughter Chloe passed away in 2002 and then subsequent to that I lost a nephew suddenly and then a chosen nephew suddenly and with both of those deaths it felt to me like Chloe's death was diminished because it wasn't sudden. I got to say goodbye and there wasn't that shock aspect to it which really isn't entirely true, to be honest, because she died in six weeks. Actually, yes, six weeks from when I found out. Well, I didn't even know that she was going to die six weeks early. She had a blood test. Six weeks later, she'd passed away. And I knew that her health was a bit fragile and that there were things that we were looking at that she may have to endure in the future, but death was not one of those things. There was some shock there, but it wasn't like an instant shock, if you, if you could get my um, meaning there. 
But losing a child fucking sucks, regardless of the circumstances. And it's the same end result, right? Your child is no longer with you in the physical realm. Totally with you in the energetic and the spiritual realm, but not in the physical realm, which is where you most actively miss someone, right? If you can't see them, touch them, talk to them. But, you know, there is another relationship that gets formed over time. But I really distinctly remember, especially when my nephew died, I felt like it almost cancelled Chloe's death. And I know that's my own perception, my own projection and my own story that I was telling myself. It wasn't the, the, the truth, but that's how it felt to me. And then it went on from there. Every person who lost a child or lost a person after that, it felt like it just took a little bit more of importance out of Chloe's death. And it really took me a long while to know that that is not true. And so I wanted to ask you to encourage you to really get you to think about, are you being honest and open and vulnerable with your traumas? Now, it might not even be a death. It could just be something that you are not expressing because you don't feel like you are worthy to express it or that it's important enough to express. And then we can get into this trauma comparison, especially if we are consumers of social media, especially if we are consumers of mainstream media, because we see it all, and especially mainstream media, because that's what sells papers and sells ad space and sells subscriptions and sells news time, is trauma and tragedy. And so we see a lot of that. I think that if you were to survey what is on the news and on the you know, the news type shows, it, they would be very much on the side of trauma and tragedy rather than feel-good stories. And so it's very, very easy to get caught up in that comparison. I mean, it's very easy to get caught up in comparison in any part of your life, you know, just looking at other people, what they're doing, what they're wearing, how they look, what they're achieving, and then bringing it back to, oh, why aren't I doing that? There's very easy to do that. But when there's trauma involved, there's even more at stake because when you do not express those emotions and you're shoving those shit bricks in your backpack, you are then putting more weight in that backpack, making yourself feel more weighed down and less likely to express. And that becomes a fulfilling, self-fulfilling prophecy that just becomes over and over and over again. And so you then become to look and experience life and look at life through the lens of all those emotions that you've repressed. So that lens that you are experiencing life through might be tainted with guilt and shame and grief and anger and loss and unworthiness, all of the things that you have not expressed because you have been comparing yourself to others. Like, I couldn't possibly tell someone that this is what's hurting me because they have had so much more trauma in their life and they would look at me as if to say, your feelings don't count. Now, I know that most people wouldn't, they wouldn't actually respond that way, but some people do because they're so deep in their own pain and their own grief that they can't actually take themselves out of that, of that feeling and of their skin and look at someone else's 
situation with compassion and with empathy. And that is because they're broken. It's got nothing to do with you. And this has happened to me a couple of times more recently, now that I am actually knowing better and I don't diminish Chloe's death. You know, time, I've had 21 years living with Chloe's death. Now, sometimes that makes it harder to live with and sometimes that makes it easier to live with. It just depends on the day. But there have been times when people, women who I've known who have said, oh, look, my son, he left home, he moved away and I was so sad and so grief stricken. And then they'd catch themselves and they say, oh, but compared to what you have been through, that's nothing. And I get it. Like I get why they would say something because losing a child is every mother's worst nightmare, right? But it doesn't diminish the feelings that they are feeling with their child moving out of home. I mean, I was feeling on the brink of empty nest and feeling sad a couple of weeks ago, um, thinking that my younger son is going to be flying the coop, you know, in the next couple of years. So I get it. Like I, I get what that what that feels like. And I think it really boils down to one thing, to one value that is top of my list, and hopefully it's top of your list too, and that is to be kind. Be kind to every other person because you don't know what their story is. You have no idea. The other day I was sitting down at um, a little cafe. Oh, sorry, it's a coffee van very close to my house, and I just... I just discovered it and it was only like the third time I'd been there and I'm very open and honest about my life because, you know, why not? And I was talking to the guy who runs a coffee cart and we were just having a chat and I can't even remember how the conversation came up but I just explained to him, I said, you know, I lost a child and then... I got married. Oh, we were talk- I think we we're talking about marriages. <laughs> I said how, you know, I'd been married three times and I was saying how I lost a child and then within a year I'd met someone full madly in love and got married. But, you know, I could already see that as much as we loved each other, we were oil and water and, the- and we, were- we were an Aries versus a Taurian and it was like, oh, it was, go- it was hard going already. And when I found out I was pregnant, I discovered by knowing exactly when I'd conceived, I discovered that this baby was due on Chloe's birthday. And it was like, right, okay, this is a sign from Chloe, a gift from Chloe that I'm having a baby. I felt that, I felt it really clearly in my heart. And so went through this pregnancy, Um, the marriage was still like finding its feet, it was early days and yeah, it was, it, there was some challenges for sure. And then lo and behold, on Chloe's birthday, my beautiful son Declan was born. And I just know, I know with every cell of my body that she gifted him to me. Anyway, when I told this guy, and because for me, I've told that story many times, it is part of who I am. It's the actual fibre of who I am is that I know that Chloe gifted me Declan because... It's just what I know in my heart. But when I told this guy, he just went, wow. Like, you know, I could see the response in him was absolutely visceral. And he just went, whoa. And he and he actually thanked me for sharing it, which was beautiful because, you know, for me, it's just part of my, my makeup. And, you know, I think that these big stories that we share are 
really surprising to people. They don't know what they don't know about us. And so if you have a story and you're not sharing it because you don't feel like, one, you're worthy of sharing it, or two, that in the realm of tragedy and trauma, it might not be comparable to losing a child or surviving an earthquake or being in a car accident or whatever the other trauma or tragedy you are comparing it to. It doesn't matter. Just share it anyway because when you are open and transparent and vulnerable, one is you're gifting that part of you to someone else and gives them the opportunity to get to know you at a deeper level. That's what human connection is all about. And then the the thanks that you might get back will make you feel, you know, like, oh, that felt good to share that. And the other thing is that when you express how that feels to you, you are starting to unpack your ship brick backpack. You're starting to express those feelings. And by sharing your story, maybe some of that grief or the anger or the unworthiness will just be, you know, slightly, slightly healed, just a tiny bit. I don't want to say healed, but, you know, just I want to say this word and I don't know how to really pronounce it, but I know what it means. It's as you, <laughs> I got as you, I know how to spell it. I'm going to find out what that word is. Hang on. Okay, the word is assuaged, A-S-S-U-A-G-E-D, which means being less intense. So it has some intensity taken out of it, assuaged. Remember that. Put that in your back pocket for when you want to impress someone. Anyway, so that's what's so important. We want human connection. We want to be kind and understand that everyone has a story and it may not be really, really a tragic story, but it's still worth hearing and it's still worth sharing and it's still worth hearing and sharing to build human connection. And also, if we are kind all the time and we don't try and make someone else, so say if you're in a position where you have had a big tragedy or a big trauma, just don't like interrupt and tell people about your tragedy or trauma. Be kind. Allow them the space and the platform and the time to share their story and then without jumping on top and saying well that sounds good but listen to this like don't even share your story give give the microphone to them and let them have their time in in the spotlight as it was just so that they can start unpacking their trauma it doesn't matter it's not a competition it doesn't matter you don't win points for having the worst tragedy and you don't gain points from, you know, not sharing your story and you don't gain points from going, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty sad, but listen to this. Have you heard this? This is my story. Please don't do that. And please don't compare yourself to people on media, social media or people that you meet in real life who have had trauma and tragedy. Your story is just as important as anyone else on the planet. It does not matter the circumstance. It does not matter how trivial or how intense it is. It is your story and it's just as important. So please remember that. Please, please, please. And let's stop comparing traumas. Let's not do that. Let's just be open and honest and vulnerable and kind and compassionate with each other. 
because that's the only way that we're going to change the culture because right now the culture is a bit fucked and we really need to change the culture so that more kindness becomes first nature to everyone. Oh, there's one more thing that I would really, really like your help with. If you like the content that I share, that I talk about, and you know that it's something always that comes up for me, it's not something that I plan, it's like, hmm, I've been thinking about a couple of different topics for this week, and then suddenly something came up today and went, that's what I want to talk about, that's what's really important. So if you like my style of ad hoc topics, if you like the content that I share and that it helps you in your own life, could you please follow the podcast? You can do it on Spotify. It's just a follow on Apple. And even on Apple, you can review it. And when you review the podcast, it means that Apple and their algorithms will send the podcast out to other people. And the more people that we can get to listen to this type of information, then the more change that we can help happen in the world. So I would love that, please. That would be a really, really great thing for you to do for the podcast. And it's not for me. It's definitely not for me. It's to spread the information out to other people. Lots of love to you. I will be back again next week with another topic that comes up during the week, I'm sure. There are other couple of topics floating around so I really want to talk about. So maybe one of those will come up next week. Have an awesome week. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening and I'll chat to you then. See ya. One of the things that I'm really proud of this year is that I have been appointed a community ambassador for Catherine House. Catherine House is a South Australian organisation that helps end homelessness for women. And why I was so drawn to this organisation was that I just feel like having a safe and stable home is a birthright for women. And on top of that, I found out that the biggest cohort of women who are experiencing homelessness are women over 55, which is me. And so it really hit me in the heart. And because I come from a place of such fortune and privilege, I really wanted to pay back, give back. And so I decided to become a community ambassador. So if you feel inclined or called to maybe help a woman who is not in the same position as you are, even if it's just a few dollars, I'm going to drop a donation link in the show notes. And even if you just wanted to throw in a few dollars, I would just be so grateful because it would be helping a woman in need. So check out the show notes for the link. Lots of love to you and let's be sisters, let's be supportive of each other for every woman, whatever the demographic, whatever the circumstance and situation, let's help them, lift them up, step forward into a safer and more stable future. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. I hope you were able to take away a little nugget or a gem that might help you in your life, in your days, to bring in some calm and peace and empowerment. Lots of love to you and I will catch you again very soon. See ya.